is Garden Plots with Skeletor, the podcast that forcibly instructs you on plants and plant care so that even the dullest, most foolish, most empty-headed incompetent out there, or in this room, can be ever so slightly less of a liability. I'm looking at you, Beast Man. Literally. I am unfortunately literally looking at you here in the studio in the cone of shame and sitting in the corner because someone cannot be trusted alone, and so we'll sit here and we'll learn. I'm not always a liability. That is far from the shining compliment you imagine it to be. And Riley, edit that out. I don't know if I can edit him out entirely. His breathing is registering on every mic. How can you even breathe that loud? What's wrong with the way I breathe? Nothing if you're an asthmatic moose. Aha! Nice one, Riley! Did you just compliment me? I would never. You did. I am your favorite minion. Certainly not. You've never done nearly as much for me as Bodrak the Calathea. That's a plant. A plant minion, yes. If you really are obsessed with knowing your minion standings, you could just check the leaderboard. I update it daily. Oh no. I don't care that much. Yes, you do. I can say you are far, far below the plant minions, but you are at least well above Beastman here. All you ever think about is plants and gardening. No, you're wrong. I think about ruling all Eternia more than I think about gardening. Gardening is a close second. Although for you, audience, gardening should be all you think about, as I certainly won't tolerate competition in trying to rule Eternia. If you think to challenge me in that arena, forget keeping your thumbs, you'll be lucky to keep your head. So for gardening, we have to discuss how to choose a plant from your local nursery. A few notes on this right at the top. I will respect you less for buying instead of kidnapping your plants, and I respect those that kidnap their plants less than those that raise them from seeds. Granted, I don't respect any of you anyway, but don't think you can't fall further in my estimation. Certainly Beastman is learning that lesson today. Even if the plant looks healthy at first glance, check for pests. Pests are a disgusting nuisance and will cost you hours of your life once you have an infestation, so take the time to check every nook, cranny, node, and underside of your plant for any mealybugs, scalebugs, thrips, or other common plant parasites. Once you have verified that the plant is reasonably healthy, get one of your minions to create a diversion, then take the plant and run while the authorities apprehend your minion, allowing you to escape with the plant for free. That's how I got my Vanda Orchid and both of my Birds of Paradise. You ran with that thing? It's like almost as tall as you are. No, I ran with two of them. Did you think I had this magnificent body merely for show? I am a plant purloining master. No one can run while delicately carrying as many different bakias as me. And that's the only reason you work out, I'm sure. So you can outrun the guards or fight them off with two plants in your hands. Of course. I'm not some peacock like that He-Man. No, of course not. It's not like you have a mirror in every room. Those are add to the illusion of size to the rooms. Does your manicure make you run faster too? No, but it does add to my darkly evil aesthetic. Some things are more important than practicality. Honestly, Riley, have I taught you nothing? Listeners, once you have successfully completed your agricultural abduction, it is time to begin the quarantine and interrogation. Your latest acquisition should be kept separate from all other plants in your household for at least a month and should be investigated regularly to see if it's begun harboring malcontents, such as the mealybugs, etc. discussed earlier. 
You will be tempted to put your latest conquest in a place of pride and show it off to all. But if it contaminates the rest of your plants with pests, then you not only have a problem, but you now have an outbreak. Always quarantine. No source for plants is so exceptional that they can promise you pest-free plants. Oh, people will claim that their plants are pest-free, but once you face a hostile takeover by spider mites, you will know them for the liars and cheats that they are. And while I respect their willingness to fool the general public, the extravagant rage of Skeletor is not something to take lightly. Have I destroyed the last greenhouse that sold me an infected plant? To that, I say, no. One of my minions did it for me. So long, green thumb growers. Now that we have covered the basics of introducing new plants to your home, we come to the theme of the episode. Will it kill Beastman? You see, many things might kill Beastman, but currently, I am at the top of that list because a certain flea-bitten fool decided to munch a nearby philodendron while he was supposed to be making sure that none of the ping-pong balls in the break room hit any sensitive equipment. As it happens, that plant is quite poisonous to animals, and so Beastman ruined a perfectly good scheme because a certain piece of ingenious technology invented by yours truly to turn the walls of Castle Greyskull into jelly was covered in planty spit-up, and Beastman was too busy lying on the ground in need of tum-tum rubs to soothe his self-inflicted indigestion. How angry was I about this, Beastman? A lot. I think the phrase was, my rage stretches to an infinite horizon and also you are grounded for a month after your time in the moth cage. I hate the moth cage. It's so flappy. Correct. Although I doubt you could possibly hate it a fraction as much as I hate having my plans foiled by my own minion. To prevent this avoidable disaster from ever befalling us again, and because you cannot seem to stop yourself from licking every leaf in the vicinity, I will impress upon you that there are at least some plants that you should, under no circumstances, venture near. I have made this as simple as possible for your pea brain to handle. All plants will be scored on a happy face or a face with X's over the eyes. I assume you know enough to understand that X's over the eyes is not a good thing. Uh, yes, I'm ready. Good. All right. Pathos. Smiley or dead? Smiley? No, dead! Or at the very least, a very serious case of indigestion that might make you wish you were dead. But it's so green. That's not fair. It's cheating. Look. As much as I admire the plants in my possession, and as loath as I am to credit you with any intellect whatsoever, even I am forced to admit that the pothos is not actually capable of cheating you. Now, what about this Echeveria? Which face is it? Oh, oh I know this one. Oh, it's pointy, and chewing on pointy things hurts. A sad face! Your personal gastronomic preferences do not actually matter in this... At all. The Echeveria will not kill you. Most succulents are not poisonous. Although, if you eat anything in my succulent terrarium, your life will most certainly be in danger. And the system is smiley or dead, not smiley or sad. Sadness will be the least of your problems if you eat something poisonous. But I don't like the face with the X's over the eyes. It's so sad. Then stop eating plants! But they're so chewy! Can it be a sad face, please? Fine. 
Snake plant. Happy face or <sighs> sad face. Uh, you said something about this one. Uh, sad face? Correct. I will remove one moth from the moth cage. Oh, good. Oh, just don't take Fluffy out. Fluffy is the good one. Fluffy! You named one of the moths. Just Fluffy. And it is a good moth, presumably compared to the other moths. Yes. That is the most absurd thing you have ever said. How is a moth good or bad? Riley, don't encourage this. I like moths. Fluffy never bats me in the face. Fluffy just sits there on my shoulder. We talk. Well, I talk. Fluffy's a good listener. Aw, okay. That's pretty nice. What do you two talk about? Mostly how I don't like being hit in the face by moths. Ah, okay. That's good. If he is a good listener, that makes him a more useful minion than any of you. Now, if you don't behave, you will now be a permanent resident of the moth cage, and I am replacing you with Fluffy. Fluffy is a girl. I do not care. We are moving on. I care. Fluffy rules. Thanks, Riley. I am sitting two feet from either of you. Whispering does not keep me from hearing you. I didn't think you listened to anyone but yourself anyway. Well, I try not to, but you say things that are so infuriating, my brain can't not hear them. Well, I don't listen when you say stupid things. I expressly forbid you to not listen to me, and nothing I say is stupid. Riley, don't even think about commenting. What could I possibly have to say about that? Like that, see? There with your teenager baby angst and sarcasm. I will not have it. Both of you, sit quietly on your stools and just let me be inspirational and brilliant. With that in mind, we come now to leave it to me. Dearest Skeletor, I, I am not your dearest anything. A little more awe and terror next time, if you please. I've heard that you can regrow celery from the butt or root end of a celery plant. Wait, what? Celery buds? No, butts. Butts. With two T's? Yes, butts. <laughs> butts. Yes, and why are you laughing, Beast Man? <laughs> you, you just keep saying butts. <laughs> By grace, calls right beard. Yes, butts. Why is this so hard to understand? <laughs> it's just funny. Hey, Beast Man? Yeah? Butts. <laughs> hey, Riley? Yep. Butts. <laughs> <laughs> and that is enough of that. Back to the letter. I've heard that you can regrow celery from the hindquarters or root end of a celery plant. Is this true? Can I get infinite celery? Signed, salivating for salad. No salad, as it happens, you cannot get infinite celery. What you will get if you sprout the base from your celery is celery leaves mainly. You may get a few small inches of stalk, but mostly it will be foliage. Furthermore, there are very few kitchen scraps that you can fully regrow. Green onions and garlic are the most achievable for regrowing. Everything else is going to grow the leafy part of the plant. So yes, you can sprout a celery butt. But. <laughs> I mean base! But be prepared to find a use for the many celery leaves you will now have. Unless you wish to just have the plant for its aesthetic appeal, the leaves can be used for soups and salads, 
Some have found it a good substitute for cilantro. So I guess that if you are indeed salivating for salads salad, you will get your needs met. Put the celery base in an inch or so of water in a small cup. Place it where it will receive some bright indirect light and wait. Change the water every few days and check to make sure the cup never dries out. Over the next several weeks, your celery will put out a flurry of leaves for you to do with what you will. So there you have it, salad. Yes, you can regrow from kitchen scraps, but infinite celery is a star beyond the reach of our technology at present. Also, you're a credulous fool if you believed you could infinitely regrow celery stalks. Infinite butts. <laughs> butts and butts and butts. <laughs> I said infinite stocks from one butt. Hey, Riley. Yeah? Butts. Both of you, if you do not stop with your posterior fixated prattle, you both, I'm not sure yet, but punishment. The kind you can't turn into pillow forts and moth friends. You think Fluffy is my friend? Uh, really? Did she tell you that? No, the point is punishment, not the friends you make along the way. All you ever do is try to punish me. I don't know why you complain so much about having to be punished. All minions must be corrected. Even plants, such as when some plants say, I, I don't know, a peace lily might need to also attend podcast tapings in order to shape up and grow right. Isn't that one your peace lily? It looks fine. What are you talking about? The peace lily is wonderful, very, very healthy, and if it looks anything less than perfect, then you must have done it, and you will be punched. Oh, it, it does look fine. I mean, of course it is fine. Oh, it looks sad, so I was talking to it. Of course it is sad, sitting next to a fathead masquerading as a flea factory. I told it that it was pretty, and doing the best that it could, and now it looks happier. That's not how you talk to plants! You tell them that they are mighty and strong and that they will destroy scores of our enemies as long as they keep proper fealty to me, their lord and gardener. That's not what Queen Marlene said. I beg your pardon? You can read? You can read? And you've been reading the gardening column of that overrated horticultural harridan? I have been giving you instructions in pictograms and you have been reading the column of my sworn botanical nemesis? Have I said how much my mom loves her column? She even bought her book and got it signed. I take back every nice thing I have ever said about your mother being intelligent enough not to love you very much. My mom does love me. See? Another dark mark upon her reputation. Queen Marlene tells plants that they are doing their best and trying their hardest. And even if they don't always bloom the biggest, or even if they drop their leaves while working to make us happy... That it's okay, because you and your plant are learning and growing together. She is correct about the growing part. My plants had better grow or else, but she is thoroughly wrong about everything else. And also appallingly saccharine. You said but. I did not say it like that, and you know it. Hey, beast man. Yes, Riley. Butts. <laughs> you imbeciles. It wasn't funny before, and it certainly isn't getting more funny. You're wrong there. <laughs> hey, Riley. Yes, Beastman? But All right, ha-ha, you've had more than enough of your stupid joke. Hey, Beastman. Absolutely not! We are done here! Congratulations! You have ruined everything yet again! This has been Garden Butts with- I, I mean, Garden Plots! Garden Plots with Skeletor, and you are commanded to come back in two weeks. Shall we, Beastman? <laughs> 
Yes, Briley. I think we should. Bots! Garden Plots with Skeletor is written by Marissa Bond and Megan Bob and edited by Dan Mulcairn. Our theme song is Daydream by Rafael Medina, and our logo was created by Kit Mulcairn. Skeletor is played by Dan Mulcairn. Riley is played by Kit Mulcairn. Beastman is played by Rafael Medina. Additional music from filmmusic.io by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and all associated characters are property of their owners. You can reach us at GardenPlotsWithSkeletor at gmail.com, on Tumblr at GardenPlotsWithSkeletor.tumblr.com, or on Twitter at Garden underscore Plots. You can donate to Skeletor schemes on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash GardenPlotsWithSkeletor. Thank you for listening.